Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Cena's Corner, where variety is the spice of life. Here's your host, David McClam. Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the episode of Cena's Corner. Of course, I'm your man, David McClam. It is February the 28th, which means I am back with another Black History Fact. Before I give you guys the last Black History Fact of 2021, I just wanted to say thank you guys for tuning in every day this month to hear these facts. I think it is very important for us to talk about these things, for those of us who are African-American, to share these things with you and also to bring our culture a little bit more to life. For those of us who are African-American, we you will hear us always say that we live black history every single day of our lives because we do. Whether that is in good or bad, whether we're reliving history or we're making new history, we live black history every day. As I think I stated one time before, February is just the month that we are given to be able to celebrate that openly where the whole world recognizes African-American greatness. So a lot of us decided to take that time when we have the ear of America to give you guys some facts, whether they're good or bad, so that we can begin the healing between the races. So thank you again for tuning in, and I look forward to doing this again next year. So today's fact, we could not go out of Black History Month without talking about this woman who has truly made history this year. So my last Black History fact of 2021 is none other than the Vice President Kamala Harris. Here's what I posted to my Facebook today. On January 20, 2021, history was made when Kamala Harris was sworn in as the 49th Vice President of the United States. She is not only the first African-American woman, also being of Indian, Jamaican, and Asian heritage, she's also the first woman ever in the history of the United States to hold one of the highest U.S. offices. So let's learn a little bit more about Kamala Harris. Kamala Devi Harris was born October 20th of 1964, which makes her about 56 years old. She is an American politician and attorney. 
serving as the 49th Vice President of the United States. She is the United States' first female vice president, the highest-ranking female official in U.S. history, and the first African-American and first Asian-American vice president. She is a member of the Democratic Party, and she served as a United States senator from California from 2017 to 2021, and as the Attorney General of California from 2011 to 2017. Kamala became vice president upon inauguration in January 2021, alongside President Joe Biden, having defeated the incumbent president, Donald Trump, and Vice President Mike Pence in the 2020 election. All right, let's learn a little bit more about Kamala and her early life. She was born in Oakland, California. Her mother, Shamala Gopalan, a biologist whose work on the progesterone receptor gene stimulated advances in breast cancer research, had arrived in the United States from India in 1958 as a 19-year-old graduate student in nutrition and endocrinology at the University of California, Berkeley. Gopalan received her Ph.D. in 1964. Her father was Donald J. Harris. He's a Stanford University professor, emeritus of economics, and arrived in the United States from British Jamaica in 1961 for graduate study at UC Berkeley, receiving a Ph.D. in economics in 1966. Along with her younger sister, Maya, Harris lived in Berkeley, California, briefly on Melvia Street in central Berkeley, then a duplex on Bancroft Way in West Berkeley, an area often called the Flatlands with a significant black population. When Kamala began kindergarten, she was bused as part of Berkeley's comprehensive desegregation program to Thousand Oaks Elementary School, a public school in a more prosperous neighborhood in northern Berkeley, which previously had been 95% white, and after the desegregation plan went into effect, became 40% black. A neighbor regularly took the Harris girls to an African-American church in Oakland where they sing in the children's choir. And the girls and their mother also frequently visited a nearby African-American cultural center. Their mother introduced them to Hinduism and took them to a nearby Hindu temple where she occasionally sang. As children, she and her sister visited their mother's family in Madras, now Chennai, several times. She says she has been strongly influenced by her maternal grandmother, P.V. Gopalan, a retired Indian civil servant whose progressive views on democracy and women's rights impressed her. Kamala has remained in touch with her Indian aunts and uncles throughout her adult life, and Kamala has also visited her family's family in Jamaica. Her parents divorced when she was seven, And Kamala has said that when she and her sister visited their father in Palo Alto on weekends, other children in the neighborhood were not allowed to play with them because they were black. When she was 12, her her and her sister moved with her mother to Montreal, Quebec, where Shamala had accepted a research and teaching position at the McGill University-affiliated Jewish General Hospital. Kamala attended a French-speaking primary school, Notre Dame des Neiges, then FACE School, and finally Westmount High School in Westmount, Quebec, graduating in 1981. Wanda Kagan, a high school friend of Harris, later told CBC News in 2020 that Harris was her best friend and described how she confided in Harris that she had been molested by her stepfather. She said that Kamala told her mother, who then insisted Kagan come to live with them 
for the remainder of her final year of high school. Kagan said Harris had recently told her that their friendship and playing a role in countering Kagan's exploitation helped from the commitment Harris felt in protecting women and children as a prosecutor. After high school in 1982, Harris attended Howard University, a historically black university in Washington, D.C. While at Howard, she interned as a mailroom clerk for California Senator Alan Cranston, chaired the Economic Society, led the debate team, and joined Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority. Harris graduated from Howard in 1986 with a degree in political science and economics. Kamala then returned to California to attend law school at the University of California, Hastings College of Law, through its Legal Education Opportunity Program. And while at UC Hastings, she served as president of its chapter of the Black Law Students Association, and she graduated with a Juris Doctor in 1989 and was admitted to the California Bar in June of 1990. So as you can see, Kamala kind of hit the ground running. She's a very smart individual, and she's showing little girls all over the world what you can do if you really want to. So her early career was in 1990. Uh, Kamala was hired as a deputy district attorney in Alameda County, California, where she was described as an able prosecutor on the way up. In 1994, Speaker of the California Assembly, Willie Brown, appointed her to the State Unemployment Insurance Appeals Board and later to the California Medical Assistance Commission. Kamala took a six-month leave of absence in 1994 from her duties, then after it resumed as prosecutor during the years she sat on the boards. Harris's connection to Brown was noted in the media reportage as part of a pattern of Californian political leaders appointing friends and loyal political soldiers to lucrative positions on the commissions Harris has defended her work. Because I guess back at that time, she was said to have been dating Willie Brown, and they were trying to say that that's the only reason why she got that position but I do believe her. She says it's on the, the she defended her work because if you've seen how Kamala works, uh, yeah, she she's pretty fiery. So in February 1998, San Francisco District Attorney Terrence Hellman recruited Harris as an assistant district attorney. There she became the chief of the career criminal division, supervising five other attorneys, where she prosecuted homicide, burglary, robbery, and sexual assault cases, particularly three strikes cases. And in 2000, Harris reportedly clashed with Hellenin's assistant, Daryl Solomon, over Proposition 21, which granted prosecutors the option of trying juvenile defendants in superior court rather than juvenile courts. Harris campaigned against the measure, which passed. Solomon opposed directing media inquiries about Prop 21 to Harris and reassigned her a de facto demotion. Harris filed a complaint against Solomon and quit. In August of 2000, Harris took a job at San Francisco City Hall working for city attorney Louise Rene. Harris ran the Family and Children's Services Division representing child abuse and neglect cases, and Rene endorsed Harris during her DA campaign. All right, so I'll leave the rest of her career because it is really long, as usual, down in the show notes. Uh, she later became district attorney of San Francisco. As you know, she's selling the Senate board here in California. Kamala did come up with some heat down here. At one point, people said that she put more black people in jail than saved them. If you look over some of the cases in which she did find some people guilty, you will see that it was warranted. There's a thing that happens in this country uh, that should not happen. And it's happened to me in my personal life, which sometimes people of color think that they should be 
able to get off with things that they've done because the person who sits in the high seat is a person of color. I mean, you run into one like Kamala who just does her job straight down the middle, you're going to get what everybody else gets, and she's not really caring about color. So she did run for the Senate and got it in 2016, and she was sworn in by now the man that is President of the United States and the man that she helps run the country with, President Joe Biden. So as you already know, following the election of Joe Biden as U.S. President in the 2020 election, Kamala Harris assumed office as Vice President of the United States on January 2021. She is the United States' first female vice president, the highest-ranking female elected official in U.S. history, and the first African-American and first Asian-American vice president. She is also the second person of color to hold the post preceded by Charles Curtis, a Native American and member of the Call Nation who served under Herbert Hoover from 1929 to 1933. She is the third person with the knowledge non-European ancestry to reach one of the highest offices in the executive branch after Curtis and former President Barack Obama. Kamala resigned her Senate seat on January 18, 2021, two days before her swearing in as vice president. Her first act as vice president was swearing in her replacement, Alex Padilla, and Georgia Senators Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff, who were elected in the 2021 Georgia runoff elections. Harris cast her first of two tie-breaking votes on February 5th, 2021. Harris's tie-breaking vote in her role as president of the Senate was crucial in passing the American Rescue Plan stimulus package proposed by President Biden. And just a few of her awards, in 2005, the National Black Prosecutors Association awarded Harris the Thurgood Marshall Award. That year, she was featured along with 19 other women in the Newsweek report profiling 20 of America's most powerful women. A 2008 New York Times article published later that year also identified her as a woman with potential to become president of the United States, highlighting her reputation as a tough fighter. In 2013, Time named Harris as one of the 100 most influential people in the world. In 2016, the 2020 Bipartisan Justice Center awarded Harris the Bipartisan Justice Award along with Senator Tim Scott. Biden and Harris were jointly named Time Person of the Year for 2020. And as you guys already know, because she is the first woman, we got our first second gentleman. She met her husband, who's attorney Doug Imhoff, through a mutual friend who set up Harris and Imhoff on a blind date in 2013. Imhoff was an entertainment lawyer who became partner in charge at Venable LLP's Los Angeles office. And Harris and Imhoff were married on August 22nd of 2014 in Santa Barbara, California. Harris is a stepmother to Imhoff's two children, Cole and Ella, from his previous marriage to the film producer, Kirsten Imhoff. As of August 2019, Harris and her husband had an estimated net worth of $5.8 million. All right, so Kamala kind of checks off a few boxes. She's the first woman in office. She's the first African-American woman, Asian-American woman in office, and she's also interracially married. So I remember Doug Imhoff is white and he's Jews, Jewish. So she's ticking off a lot of boxes that a lot of people say things can't be done here in America, and here we go. So we've got somebody representing people of all colors 
all nations up in there, and that's what she wants to do. I'm not going to spend too much time on this part, but I'm going to say just looking at this, no matter where you stand in the election, no matter what you believe, no, it was not rigged. What you saw is you saw just a large amount of African-Americans for the first time come out and voting, a large amount of Asians, a, lot, a large amount of people that never voted, that said that our voice didn't matter and didn't count. If you look over the election, you would tell that it's not rigged because there is no way you can rig an election to have just one person lose and the rest of the ballot do well. If you look at the Senate, it's a 50-50 split. We could not gain enough seats to have the overall 100 majority. Okay, so she has to go and she has to cast votes on the Democratic side or if they're tied because she's the vice president. And yes, before anybody gets an upheaval, yeah, most likely if it's a Democratic bill that's going to pass, it's the same thing that would happen if Republican was in this same spot. And it has happened when Mike Pence was the vice president. But if you look at the overall ticket and just look at the history behind it, so you have an African-American female resign her seat from Senate to be vice president. She swears in Alex Padilla, who is a Hispanic and then we swore in Raphael Warnock, who is an African-American who runs the Ebenezer Baptist Church, which is the church of Martin Luther King Jr., and John Ossoff, who is also Jewish, into the Senate. It was just a historic-making election. So like I said, couldn't end the year without touching on Kamala Harris, no matter how anybody feels about women being in positions. I'm glad that a woman, no matter what color, is in this position. It makes me extra proud that there's somebody that is my skin tone because a lot of African-American kids, especially females, is told, you will never get here. You will never be able to reach this level. It wasn't meant for you. So we're just blessed that we saw Barack Obama crack that same field when he became president, and now we have a black female in office. No matter what anybody says, and I know everybody's entitled to their opinion, so here is mine. Women are capable. Women should be looked at as leaders. I'm tired of hearing this stuff about women are too emotional because I just watched the most emotional man and led into an insurrection playoff on TV. That's plain emotions. That's what women's supposed to do, but that was a man, my opinion. So I think Kamala is going to do a very good job, and I think America is going to be pleased, happy, and shocked when they see what's going to happen with her as the vice president over the next four years. All right, guys. Well, I thank you for tuning in to this last Black History Fact. If you didn't know about our Vice President Kamala Harris, now you do. And if you did know, maybe now you have just a little bit more knowledge under your belt. I thank you guys for taking the time each and every day this month, if you did, to hear me give you some of these facts. It's really important to me as an African-American just to spread a little bit of our history and our accomplishments and to put out there that this world could not do what it does and could not survive or have what it's got without the African-American people. All right, guys, so as always, be safe out there. Wear your mask. It is not a political statement, but it is a life-saving measure for you and towards your fellow man and your fellow woman. Any day above ground is a good day. Peace, love, keep rocking out, and I'm going to catch you guys on the next one. Thank you for listening to Cena's Corner. 
Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. Join us on social media on Facebook at Cena's Corner 1101, on Twitter at Cena 5401, on YouTube at Cena's Corner, and for email, Cena's Corner 11 at gmail.com. Cover art and logo designed by Jacob Ferdejo. Sound mixing and editing by David McClam. Intro and outro, Keith Kramer. And find me on Fiverr at Your Imaging Guy. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.